Grom. You are listening to Bourbon and Barbarians, an actual play recording presented by the Cromcast. What are you doing down, down, down on the ground? I am, um, let's see. I'm with Franz and Johan. That's right. And I ask them, uh, have there been many patrols out today? Presumably, I watched these guys march out, right? That's, right, that's out. right, yeah. And so the information you get as they're coming, Franz asks, you know, uh, you know, where, where are you headed? And they say, out to, out to investigate the cave along the river. So this is the crew that's, <laughs> this is the more, uh, the more armored force going out to presumably check out the spot that you just, oh. that, that you just investigated. And you, you guys told enough of that information to Bosch that they would be able to get at least within the vicinity and seek it out. Um, and so I'll, I'll ask how many patrols out today. Uh, they they think and they they say multiple more than more than a dozen have headed out south. We had a, a larger a larger group of soldiers that were heading out to Coldfield uh, to to be to be stationed out there for the next couple nights. And then I ask, um, it seems as though these goblins are well organized. What could be behind this ultimately? Uh, Johan says I've I've not known uh, any any organized uh, uh, any organization beyond like a small a small band you know within like the any of the the small clans of goblins that are that are on the hills. Certainly, these one-eyed orcs that that you have spoken of, we have not ever seen such a thing here on the here on the keep could figs be somehow organizing the goblin kind in the north mm. Franz and and Johan look at one another they say anything is possible that 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 bandit that bandit king he's he's out there uh but but honestly many of us men question his existence um and just small talk after that mm-hmm. just uh these walls are thick and strong yeah so you're <laughs> getting a sense of the fortifications and you you glance around and stack it up with the the scroll like your memory of what was on that scroll that you that you handed off to to bosch mm-hmm. it seems like it jives pretty good like the information you're getting here like there's uh multiple corner sort of towers that are heavily fortified with 
uh, with catapults and with ballistae that are stationed. And this keep is up like almost on a, on a big ass talus rubble pile. It's, it's, it's up there. And so you could just rain down some massive damage from, from this vantage. Uh, you know, it's, it seems well defended and there's certainly enough men along the walls to, to man all of the, all of the heavy firepower. But beyond that, you, it seems like things are pretty thin within the interior of the keep. Okay. okay. So you guys are waiting for Bosch. He doesn't show he's, he has gone for hours. Are you waiting for, for longer than hours? Cause at um, this point you're getting towards the end of the day. Well, let's, let's after I wouldn't wait hours. If he's not back in an hour, I would go to Casimir. Yeah. Okay. And, and just go, because we need some sort of, we need some sort of indication as to like on the morrow where our services would be best right. used. So, so Casimir is in the sort of Southwestern, uh, corner of the, of the keep, uh, in what would be room number 12. That's where, that's where you met with him previously. Mm-hmm. And so, You're able to uh, at least get to the entrance, and you're not able to gain admittance. At that point, uh, there's a couple guards that are out out front, and they say uh, uh, that uh, Captain Casimir is, is disposed at the moment. We found the map. <laughs> they say... That's the magic get into Casimir's room. <laughs> Undispose uh, him. Oh, I like it. So they look querulously at uh, Josh's character, and then whenever you say that, John, they they look at you and they say, uh, no. I have pretty high charisma. Can I utilize that in this situation? <laughs> Not at this point. <laughs> um, okay. Well, in that case... I think, I mean, we know that we can go either to Coldfield and that takes a good part of the day tomorrow. We, it's too late in the day today. Or we can go to the caves where we've been before and maybe maybe we just go back to the caves. So if so, it is afternoon at this point and if you were to go either way, you would be out of the keep at dark. Yeah, so I, I don't advocate. I don't know about you guys, but... Um, well... We know that if it's afternoon, we can't get to either place, but I mean, I guess this went poorly last time we tried it, but we could just go a roving, you know, nearby and make sure we're back by dark. Because there's if there's wandering monsters just around, maybe we can encounter some and take them out before they try to assault the keep. Okay. Later. Okay, (laughs) that sounds good to me. What do you think, Yoltus? into that so as you guys are talking this out like you get the sense like you hear casimir on the other side of the door i mean it's it's murmurs but you you get you get bits and pieces of that as well as uh a couple other guys that you like you don't recognize their voices they're like like 
gruffy man voices on the other side of a, of, of a dory. So you don't know who it is, but you've, you've talked to Casimir once and you know his voice. And then at some point you hear a very, a, a shorter ascent. Uh, and maybe that was Bosch's voice. It's hard for you to tell, but there's, there's business going on amongst the, the military guys, the, the brass on the other side of this wall. But <laughs> the guys that are at the door are just, you know, they're not the brass and they're they're the guards at the door. So, you know, you wouldn't just be able to bust in. So, right. Well, let's tell the guards because they may Bosch may come come looking for us. He did tell us to stay, but I'm tired of waiting because it's been an hour. OK, so let's tell them, like, if Bosch comes looking, we went out to go kill monsters. We'll be back. Um, they say, OK, uh. Of course, Corporal Bosch instructed you to, to to stay near the front gates. I would advise you to do so, but I will I will relay this information. Uh, I turn silently without a word and uh, go back to the gate where presumably we left our horses and pack animal and stuff. Yep. And uh, ready uh, a short short trip out arranging. I think we could easily make it out to where that frame of that house is and, and poke around there a little while. Yeah, we've seen things come that close to the keep during the day. Yeah. So the the hovel that's out mm-hmm. to the east. So, yeah, so you can get out there within the span of about an hour-ish probably and yeah. then an hour to get back. So you would be pushing it if you were moving that fast. Uh, I mean, if you were if you were moving it, you could get out there, poke around, and get back, but you wouldn't necessarily be able to go much further. Than we're, that. Yeah, we're more yeah. or less just making a patrol. Okay. Like we're we're riding out the road, going there, right. looking for anything weird because we've seen weird stuff there before, okay. and then we're coming back. Okay, so So you guys are going along the road, and at this point, it's well worn. I mean, at least in terms of like your your knowledge of the trail. So you get to the the point where uh, the hovel is proper, and you can you can sort of see it. Uh, you study it for a moment just to make sure there's no cyclorks, you know, hanging out in the cyclorking. Hobble. There's no cyclorking going <laughs> on there, uh, and you. Uh, meander up towards the hovel when uh you see uh, a man like standing up within the hovel and seems to be like collecting his things hail he he like looks <laughs> your direction and he says oh hello there and he he throws up his his hand there <laughs> are you our new npc <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Who might you be? Says, blessed be, blessed be. One moment, and at that point, like, this guy reaches down. He's wearing, like, uh, he's not wearing, like, the robes of Perun, but he's clearly wearing like uh vestments of some, t- some type. He, I mean, you guys, you guys haven't necessarily seen, like, mages of all shapes and sizes with your adventuring but but in your travels you've seen uh masters of the arcane arts or at least like acolytes of the arcane arts and this guy's not that he is more akin to to like a holy man uh he's 
he's wearing like long vestments, but at the same time, he seems a little bit rugged because he like throws a backpack over his shoulder, and you can see it's it's fairly sizable. He's got a lot of shit packed in his backpack. Yeah. I mean, there's almost like like there's there's bits and pieces of like plant material that are that are stepped like like stuffed within books, and there's a couple different scroll cases that are shoved down into the backpack, and he gets it loaded up on his shoulders, and and he's like stepping over the low point of the of the rocky edge of the of the foundation of this cottage and he comes out to you and he seems to be uh, a relatively middle-aged uh balding fellow that seems very amicable hail friend he says hail are are you uh are you some of the adventurers that I've heard about there at the keep? Have you have you found any of the herbs that we've requested? Oh yeah, we were supposed to find herbs. <laughs> we haven't had time to look yet. Yeah, I forgot to look at our quest log. <laughs> I've, been, <laughs> I've been focused on this one. <laughs> Bring ten herbs to the keep. <laughs> yeah. So so with that, you remember this must be uh, uh, Father's Loklavec. I think that's his name. That's the the name that we're that we're, uh, I think that's how it's pronounced. Let me look. Okay. Yeah, oh, Yeah, so that's that's him, uh, and he he comes up to you, and again, this is the itinerant sort of uh, uh, naturalisty priest that's that's canvassing the 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 hill lands and these hinterlands, and and is staying there at the uh, at the keep, uh, and here he is, like you you're you're meeting someone that you've heard about. Uh, over the the past few days, and he he seems to be even more uh, surprisingly a figure than than you would have expected. He's this fellow is balding. He has like a goatee. Uh, he's he has quite a, a pinched uh, sort of face. He's he's clearly spry and gets along quite well for his you know for his his middle aged years uh, and and looks to be more. Uh, more comfortable like on a trail with his big backpack this guy this guy knows how to get around you can tell that that pack's pretty heavy and he seems to be balancing it quite easily um we lost our friend uh Furka, who knew the the local herbs he said that's a that's that's a shame gammering and uh will slain uh grow quite commonly within within this area and they they are quite useful for tinctures of all types so we sadly have found none of these herbs. Uh, however, it is fortunate that we found you out here, given the amount of daylight we have left. Um, perhaps we could spend a bit of time looking around for herbs and then head back to the keep in your company. He says, he says, certainly I, I, uh, previously was down at Coldfield this morning, this morning and, and came up here to the East to, to continue my, my research. Uh, but I know the hour grows late. And of course there are these horrible, uh, roving bands of, of monsters that, that we must be wary of. They are roving. So he says, let's, let's look here. I mentioned the gamstring and the, the the gam ring and the wheel slain, uh, but really the habitats are best suited here to be looking for some 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 useful uh, species of gorse that have a, a healing, uh, restful property. 
And so he he mentions this this low shrubby bush that I guess is akin to some sort of like blueberry vaccinium type bush that you might see growing commonly. But this is this is a lower growing uh, uh, woody bush with 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 small white flowers. And after a bit of hunting, are you guys going to all sort of get in on the action here? Yeah, I'll help him out. Yeah, why not? I could I could learn me some herbology. Okay, so you guys are traveling light, but you drop your packs and you're you're poking around, and uh, as you're as you all are looking, uh, Yodis, you find a patch of it, sort of on the the central point here within this within this meadow. You find a a more xeric, like almost like more of the chert and rock is exposed, and it's it's particularly xeric the site is that you found this little microhabitat, and you find a, p- a pocket of a handful of these bushes and so you guys are able to sort of harvest it and so father's local event, it spends a bit of time uh talking you through how to appropriately cut the branches so that you're maximizing the amount of vegetation that you get but also not killing the plant so that it'll you know continue to regrow and he can come back here and harvest more you know by the end of the season and you know he breaks out a plant press and he puts it in there and he gets things all stowed away and he says I think we should I think we should be get going uh, it seems it seems the hour grows grows late I'm with you yeah I don't want to get locked out and have to sleep in a tree uh, you all begin to head back with Father's local Levesque. You know, you're riding your ponies out and back and forth to the Caves of Chaos, and they might expedite things by about 50%, but really, the, the hard scrabble nature and the, the slope here, like, you could travel almost as quickly on foot, and... Zloklovec. Yeah, why? Well, you don't have to. Well, he he <laughs> pushes the envelope. I mean, you guys are adventurers, and you've been doing this trek a few different times. With him on foot, he's moving quite quickly. So his robes are swish swish swishing, and you can see like the you know the 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 rawhide straps of his Birkenstocks are like sort of wrapped up to his ankles. But you see just like meaty sinewy like calves like poking out underneath his his jesus robes and he's just making tracks right so you're you're hard pressed to keep up with this with this this uh crazy uh uh, priest that's heading up but as you're moving he's he's you know not necessarily out of breath he's he's like throwing questions at you and making observations of the natural world all about you uh as you're as you're moving along he's like oh look there there's one of the the great ravens and he spouts off some name that's that's totally foreign to you <laughs> uh and he talks about you know the natural history of this bird here on the northlands and he says certainly you've had some of the some of the delicious uh, 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 large duck that you can have at the Dabbling Drake at the bar, right? Absolutely, yeah, we've had some of that. And, w- and with that, he goes off on just a on a bit about <laughs> the natural history of of the ducks here in the Griff Mountains. You wouldn't think it, but they, you know, they they overwinter and they migrate far south uh, to 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 the Shalimar Plains and the valleys there. But then they come back, uh, you know, periodically here for the for the warmer season. So as as it stands right now, you know, they're they're migrating out and have been since we're since we're getting. Close Close to the to the cold season. So this is Tom Barnes only fast. He's he is a he is a spry, uh, a spry balding. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's <laughs> yeah. appropriate. Yeah, yeah. So so something like younger, that. Like, younger Barnes, like with a with a with almost like a billy goat goatee that you okay. could like that you could like pull upon, who could just like tell you about various uh, wildflowers with with you know medicinal property properties here. 
So you're you're walking along, and he says, "I don't I don't mean to be too too upfront, but speaking of medicinal properties of the herbs in the area, I seem to notice that that you and your your uh, compatriots have have some maladies. Uh, would could you share perhaps your 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 hands were you burned upon by by a dread?" Like fire lizard, or perhaps mm-hmm. did you look upon something heinous to, to you know, to to, to afflict your ISO? We found an evil idol inside a chest full of silver in a bugbear's keep or cave, and we touched that fell idol, and <laughs> his eyes are like the size of saucers. The next day, when we awakened, we were like this, and I. I fully pull the the glove off and like roll my sleeve up and and show him the drippy like pale hand of so that's pretty striking to see because this hand like we talked about it before it's it's liver warded and you can see almost the veins and the tendons of your hand it looks like it looks atrophied and it looks akin to like a like an elderly man's hand that you might see with the skin a bit saggy but at the point of your forearm you look like a healthy virile you know adventuring uh uh priest of Perun. like you you have the strength of men uh-huh. like, like like you you have the strength of, of of you know an ox within you uh but yet you've got this this uh this withered this affect withered affect right so your your left hand is quite uh quite striking to see <laughs> uh and he looks at that and he says i i'm uncertain how to treat such a thing what what of this idol that you uncovered what can you what can you tell me i would i would love to be able to to use one of the one of the 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 herbs that i have here in my pack but i'm certain that it would do no good uh and and so i'll pull my sleeve down and put the glove back on and say uh no don't touch it uh foul magics now course through the the sinews of my hand and uh, were I to merely brush against your skin, the freezing energies of the evil ancient gods of the north would course through you. He reaches out almost, almost as if like a, like as if a, you know, a fatherly sort of like pat on the shoulder, and he says, uh, "My my son, we can we can we can explore this further. I feel quite certain that that I can help you. There's there are there's lots of bits of." forgotten lore within the dusty tomes of the keep let's let's go look together i like that idea he gives you a pretty good pat on the shoulder and i feel better now (laughs) he brings you up a little bit sorry i was so uh mopey there i was (laughs) i was clark ashton smithing (laughs) (laughs) so he he looks over at alois and he says and what of your eye uh i don't know it seemed like a curse at first, and and perhaps it is, but I don't I don't know. It's I can see out of my eye, and 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 I can see things that normal men don't seem to see. It's it's I, I'm not so sure it's a curse anymore. He says, "Well, perhaps you just happen to 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 come into contact with a blighted." a blighted object but there is no no real consequence to 
to you. Perhaps you've been you've been cursed here in appearance, but but you know, take take hope that this is something that 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 you may be suffering the ill consequences of now, and and it's something you can deal with. I I shall. It's. I'm not so afraid is is curious about it. I mean what is what what is appearance anyhow but but you know something fleeting that we all lose anyhow. Hmm he he tugs at his his billy goat goatee and he says very wise words sir Alois I I will <laughs> I will I will consider that further. I I appreciate a man that is virile and young and has such a has such a keen outlook towards his elder years. There's a lot of wisdom happening. I like it. <laughs> so time passes. Uh, Yodis, are you are you fairly silent around the father? I've got the same hand thing, so I mean, he's already seen it. It's not yeah. shocking. He's this guy talks enough for uh, for from you know enough for two or three two or three travelers. So there, you know, the fact that Yodis is 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 a little bit silent on the trip relatively is relatively unnoticed given that this guy's just sort of like filling the air with with stories and information uh all around the hills like he's he's just pumping you full of information about the the natural the natural world that surrounds you and you know sure enough you come up to the main entrance of the keep and you come up to that drawbridge and you cross over and it's it's getting towards dusk uh, but you're able to to make it in quite easily, and, and Johan and Franz look at you and they say, "I we were wondering if you would come back. Uh, you're being sought after by both Casimir and uh, Bosch." Um, okay. Well, are are we it. are we indisposed? Uh, they say uh, uh, you should report to Casimir's tower. Uh, forthwith uh, I'll go but only because of my holy obligations to uh, save lives and I think this might be the the best way to do it okay so you guys you guys like look over to father's Oklavik and he says I'm I bid you adieu, good men. It was it was a pleasant it was a pleasant travel and I hope that we can continue to seek out the various herbs on the hills if not on the morrow then in the future uh i'm truly hoping that that peace can come to the to the hills here in the meantime if you should if you should like to seek uh a remedy to your maladies do not hesitate to seek me out and he indicates the the specific uh uh, room where he can be found there in the keep on the morrow then and i clasp him on the back with my good hand not the bad (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he he nods and gives you a, a sort of a a wink and a knowing sort of <laughs> nod. He says, "Good day." I said, "Good day, sir." I say, "Good day, sir." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys are heading over to uh, Casimir. Casimir. Uh, he just you you knock on the door at that point there's a guard and says you know he'll see you and you knock and then you come in uh and casimir's there he's like quickly and expeditiously uh was there 
redundant uh he's he's like he's 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 taking notes and 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 doing lots of paperwork while he's fielding these <laughs> questions and that seemed to be what he was doing the previous time that you met with him this dude multitasks like a son of a bitch uh and he wants to just know from your from your mouths what transpired and beyond that uh wants to know from you alois if you have any suspicion as far as what kind of creatures these were um, can I make a wisdom check or anything to see if I would have known based on what we found? Uh, What's sure. a wisdom check? Go ahead and make a, we'll say a 5d6 mm-hmm. roll. This is going to be hard because, I mean, there was really not a whole lot of sign that you could deduce. Right. 13. Okay, and what's your wisdom? My wisdom is 10. Yeah, so, so it's hard for you to say what was what specific creatures were there you know by the size of the rocks and you know by the the damage to the bodies that you saw that these were these were not goblins but beyond that it's hard to say so at this point you can narrow it down to like bugbears and hobgoblins and gnolls yeah it's some kind of some kind of goblinoid or something but 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 man-sized or bigger yeah so gnolls or orc kind or the larger of the goblin yeah. kind there's some there was some 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 shitty monsters out but you can't say with any certainty what was what uh right. and i'll tell i'll tell them about like the cave and how we found the dead bodies and how i flipped over the rocks and and you know found the scroll under a pile of rocks so obviously they were storing it for later and yeah, and he says that's good information. I feel as though they were probably uh, depositing information for the next band to 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 relay that information to whomever uh, their their primary, you know, oh, whoever, like a whoever. Drop. That seems that seems uh, overly complicated for their kind. Well, it seems as though this is more of of. Uh, there's organization at play here. From what you've reported from the Caves of Chaos, we have Orc Kind and Goblin Kind and the, the Kobolds and the Gnolls all roving about that same area. And it doesn't make sense that there would be these various types of creatures and minions all within such close, close proximity to one another. Hmm. Do you think that there's some kind of organizing force, perhaps? That, that is what we fear, says Casimir, uh, but that remains to be seen. At this point, all I can ask is that you continue your your daily missions uh, out and about to the, to the east, and let's pray that we find uh, a solution and we find the root of this evil before it's too late. Have you heard anything from Coldfield? We were on our way there when we found this, and... We haven't yet made it down to the village. At this point, uh, it seems that Coldfield is holding fast, and there's there's been no attacks on the the hamlet proper. But but certainly, there's more activity out on the eastern hills around the the various uh, sheep herding families that live there. So so we feel that it's just a matter of time before the the town of Coldfield is attacked, and so we are sending men down to to keep guard at that location too. Could we bring them here? Uh, Casimir one, says, one says to no. protect them, but two to make a juicier target to whoever is doing these deeds, whoever's sending these bands out. Casimir thinks about that and he says, "That's not that's not a 
It's not a, a bad idea, uh, but unfortunately, it's not it's not feasible at this point in time. It would take some doing to get the entirety of that small hamlet, even though it is small, up here to the keep and to get them all in store. Uh, we don't necessarily have the reserves to take on an extra hundred people. Fair enough. Hmm. Well, you must move your people to Helm's Deep. <laughs> Okay, well. Okay. So what's uh what's the plan? It's getting dark. At this point, evening has fallen and you are hungry like a son of a bitch. You're hungry like the wolf. Uh <laughs> and you have information from Casimir as far as goings on to Coldfield and uh they seem appreciative of the information you've delivered, but they're not necessarily pulling you into further actions beyond like what you've been assigned to already. Also, Casimir didn't seem plussed by your your uh, accursed visage, Alois, and you know the the single gauntleted or uh, gloved hands of Alois and Gustav. He was nonplussed. Yeah, he was he was not plussed. He was like, I ain't plussing. I ain't plussed. I'm I'm <laughs> cool with this. I already got this information from Bosch. That's what he said. He didn't say that. He said it with his eyes. Yeah, we knew. He's like, hey, bros. I don't he, know why I say he's, bros. He's very. <laughs> I'm not. Yo, I'm not a bro. Hey, bros. I gotta go do squats. Uh, what I want you to do is go to the dra- Dablin Drake. This is Casimir's voice. I don't say? know why. I tell you what you want. What you really, really, what you really, want. really want. You want to go to the Drablin date, <laughs> the Dablin Drake, <laughs> and you want to get a duck for dinner. Duck for dinner. <laughs> finish off the rest, finish of, off the, the rest of the Johnny Walkers. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel I just looked this up because I've heard nonplussed before, if not to derail the whole thing, but we were kind of going there. Um, Outside of North America, it means surprised and confused. In North America, it means unperturbed. I don't know if we just made everybody plussed or nonplussed. I, yeah, I don't know. Are they perturbed or are they surprised at our usage of the word? I don't right. know. They should write in and say. <laughs> they should write in and say if they're plussed or not. <laughs> okay, so it is getting dark, and I feel this is probably a good point to, to wrap it up. It's about 910. Uh, we can we can go through the morning if you guys would like to. Do you guys want to keep playing for another ten or fifteen minutes? It's up to you. What say you all? I uh, I mean yeah I can hang out for another ten or fifteen minutes. Okay, John. Yeah. Okay. So what are you doing for the night? Where are you are you really gonna go get a, a duck leg and like kick it with some with some bros at the at the the tavern? I want to kick it with some righteous bros. And I want wing. I want duck wings. I don't want a duck leg. Ooh. I want wings. So here's the thing. When you go get wings at the Dabbling Drake, you get them by like the half dozen and a half dozen duck wings and their and their fiery buffalo sauce. And they're big? They are huge. Like the basically they're like eating like the breast of a chicken. So like in, in real world like terms. What, so, what is this chicken? Yeah, what is this baby chicken? So you're eating like monster duck wings. They're yes. they're they're tasty. Uh, duck they're, wings. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're fiery. They have this uh this this peppery peppery vinegary taste that you've never encountered here beyond the keep. Is that gorse? 
Is that gorse I detect in this? <laughs> it's a gorsey, a gorsey flavor. <laughs> it's a lot of gorse in this game. I don't know. It's a word I, I like. Have to Whatever. Nobody is really partying though, right? I mean, we're in the midst. No, of no, 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 no. It's very solemn, I would imagine. And that's that's a good that's a good point there uh, that you make, Yodis. That generally there's a lower level of activity within the drunk duck than what you've seen in nights past. And there's just fewer guys here. Uh, it's not to say that it's like a, a skeleton crew, but it is probably a half of, of what you're accustomed to seeing. So, uh, Barzan is there, right? Barzan and bars are both there. So Barzan son of bars is there and they are serving up duck wings. They are serving up schooners of the nicest brown ale that you've ever come across, you know, this side of the mountain fork river, which you're not very far on this side of the mountain fork river, but, uh, it's still good beer nonetheless. And, you know, some, some fiery, uh, liquor, uh, that's, that's great to have. Do they look plussed or nonplussed? Uh, they look, <laughs> they're plus, they are totally just rolling with it, man. I mean, these, these are hard times. It's a dark world that's out there, but at least they got this night here at this tavern with some good carrot that's right. cake that's and right. a nice brown beer. And so they're good to go. Carrot cake. Yeah. The, the frozen North is hard, but it's, it's for hard people. You can still drink some, you can still drink some beer and eat some carrot cake. That's it's, right. It's tasty. To God smile upon us this moment. Oh, at least one. Maybe two. If if you're kind to Velas, he's kind to you, says Barzan. And he gives a nod and he walks away. <laughs> There's so, a lot of like wise proverbs in this episode. <laughs> so you uh you you retire to the common room within the, the the inn area that you sleep. You wake up the next morning, and so what's the plan here? Um I think let's Let's touch base with, um, hang on, I've lost my notes. Father Zoglavik. Okay. Did so, I pronounce it correctly? Yeah, Z- oh, okay, yeah. I misplaced the going, L. If he's going back east and we're going east, we might as well accompany him for at least the leg of the journey he wants to go on. Cool. Yeah, he should come with us. Okay, so that's your plan. Are you doing your your prayers and your packing before you depart, or how are you going about that? I think that's a smart thing to do. Um, maybe let's, uh, I will go ahead, wake up, do my, uh, Perun, okay. uh, devotional. I'll, okay. t- I'll turn to the current day in the devotional. So you're, you're doing your morning constitutional, whatever mm-hmm. that may involve, whether it's prayer or pooping. Uh, it's you wake both. up, it's you're, both. you're, you're mixing in a, a bit of granola and, you know, uh, an apple and you're getting your breakfast in you and, uh, Similar to the previous morning, your body is racked with with a feeling of 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 just migraine pain that shoots through your brain, as well as an overall feeling of sharpness within your chest, and uh, it sort of shoots out to all of your extremities. All of you roll at this point four d six. Oh no, our legs are going to be all pale. 18. Okay. And so what is your wisdom, Alois? 10. Okay. I'm, I'm failing every wisdom check. This is good. 4 or 3d6? So th- you want to roll 4d6 and tell me what you get. I got a 13. 
Okay, and what's your wisdom? 15. Okay. I rolled 11, my wisdom is 16. Okay. Alois, roll 1d6. Ah. Uh, 1d6. 5. <laughs> Alois, you uh, are racked with pain, and it shoots through your brain, and as... As it surges through your body, you feel you feel as though you're in a daze, and as you come to, you lose five wisdom. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! So what's what is your permanent wisdom? What is your wisdom now? Is it like oh less than god. five? My wisdom is now five. <laughs> so oh that God. that is an appropriate response. At this point, you're like you're laughing and you're cackling and you can't quite like seem to reason things out. Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> and, and that so that's where that's where your wisdom stands. Uh, oh, my brain hurts, but I I think I just <laughs> slept funny on my brain. What do you mean you slept funny on your brain? <laughs> You know, like how this you sleep is funny in an arm and it falls asleep. I did that with my brain somehow. This is going to be pretty fun. This is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is like you, you're going to be interacting with like a toddler <laughs> at this point. Stop. No. Put that down. Put that down. Put it down. It hurts. <laughs> now, intelligence is still 14, though, so there, there's something. Right. Yeah. So intelligence, like I would, I guess I would argue that. You're intelligent, but your common sense is lacking, right? Yeah, like, like, is that what that means? That I, that's the way I would interpret it here. Like, like you just yeah, like I'll just walk across the river to go to that cave instead of tying off now. Right. Exactly. Yep. yep. Or, or you you forget to untie the rope from around your waist and you pull it out of our hands. Yeah, that's or it. like I just walk against it and like pull myself down. Yeah. So I this I. I mean, this is ridiculous, and this is going to be fun. <laughs> so, as far as Yodis and uh, Gustav, you both feel the pain sort of rack through your brain and shoots out to to all ends of your nervous system, and it passes, and you feel you feel okay. But then you look over at your friend Alois, and he seems to be cackling, and he gives you sort of a far off, distant sort of. <laughs> Like face, and then you have that interaction with him. So he says he slept on his brain. <laughs> he slept on his brain, funny. <laughs> and I think that's a good place to leave it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy.